0: Fatu, ferrata, nectar, okay. of Don't Touch That, It's Haunted, a podcast where we talk about all manner of spooky, macabre, and taboo subjects. My name is Grace, and this week it is just me. So, um, Adam's had to work a lot, and as I say every week, COVID's still a thing, so you just get me. Um, so I was kind of trying to figure out what topic I would want to cover just by myself, because, um... A lot of these, you know, the only thing that makes them listenable, I guess, to me anyway, is uh, kind of like the back and forth discussion that you would have with someone about them. Um, Otherwise, it's just me reading a Wikipedia page to you. So um, I figured that um, one that I could kind of do on my own was I could tell you about some of the ghost stories surrounding my uh alma mater peru state college so um a lot of stuff to talk about there oh geez one of the cats is getting into something so if you hear some rustling get out of that um so yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna tell you some of my experiences i'm gonna tell you some of the things that my friends say have happened um so yeah here we go and uh i'm gonna gonna try my hand at some editing and try to add some spooky music in the background so it's a little little ambiance for you so um let's get started Peru's actually the oldest college in Nebraska I can't remember offhand when it was started but it was a long time ago right and um before it was I want to say before it was a college or it was a college, but what is now the boys' dorm was used as like a um housing for I want to say it was like Naval Academy or something like that. Um so it's it's the the college has kind of been a whole bunch of stuff. Um also fun fact um back in the day the cemetery was where the student center is now and they moved the cemetery to the top of the hill so it's very poltergeisty Um, but I've been assured that it is not like poltergeist where they left the bodies so but we'll get into the cemetery in a minute so um, first of all I want to say that uh, in one of my journalism classes me and some friends we had to do a, a video that was like what would you show to prospective students to kind of tell them about Peru, not necessarily like the college, but like what, you know, and um, my group was awesome. So we were like, let's do the ghosts of Peru. So we did a little, uh, a little documentary. I think it's maybe like 10 minutes long. I will add a a uh, link to it in the show notes because it's on YouTube. Um, so, that, it's very, very campy. So, you know, take it take it with a grain of salt. Um, so, I'll talk about some of those stories, but I'll leave some of them out in case you want to watch the video. So, um, before I got to Peru, so I think it was the year before, um, and I had heard this story that uh, two of my friends, they lived in the boys' dorm, Zell, and um, they... I want to say that it it might have been a real ouija board or it was like a pizza box ouija board or something and they were messing around with it and um they asked who was there and it said paul and um they like freaked out and they put a bible on it and they left whatever and then one of the guys says when it came back it was like flipped over but nobody had been in there who knows um So later, many years later, they found out that um, I believe the boys dorm had been the administrative building at one time and that a man named Paul was shot and killed in there, which is true. Um, So, yeah. this uh, cemetery it's called Mount Vernon and it's actually a really cool place to visit because it's at the very top of this hill and you can see the whole town from there and a bunch of us used to go stargazing up there because it's just like crystal clear skies there's no light you can like see everything um, that also makes it a very creepy place to be at night and uh, there is a bench In the cemetery and it's called the whispering bench um and if you sit there you can hear whispering it's actually just like strategically placed and when the wind comes up that's what it sounds like and so yeah um fun fact about the whispering bench though one time so this was my fifth year of college um and i was living in a house with one of my mom's friends and she lived uh, just below the cemetery, so I would I would walk up to the cemetery and kind of do a lap, and then come back down, and that's kind of how I got exercise. And one day, I sat I was sitting on the bench because again, you can see the whole town, and I was just like, oh, this is beautiful, whatever. And then I noticed that if you know where to look, you could see directly into my bedroom window, and I was like, all right, time to go buy some curtains. So. Yeah. Um, I never I never really experienced anything in the cemetery, just kind of like a creepy feeling, but I feel like you would feel that in any cemetery, so. Um, all right. So one of the uh, one of the people that we talked to for the documentary that I discussed was one of the security guards and he was telling us um, that the library used to be the gym and that there was a basketball court and that sometimes you can hear like sneakers uh, on basketball co- courts and like balls dribbling and all of that. Um, so that one's kind of creepy. Uh, one time we were doing a lock-in in the library and we we're playing hide-and-go-seek. It was like 11 o'clock at night. are running around, we're having a good time. Somebody decided that they were going to cheat and go to the elevator and go down to the basement level um, and just kind of hide out there because they figured nobody would go look for them. And let's see if I can remember this correctly. They Or no, they were going to just hide in the elevator. And then the elevator went down and they're like, oh, somebody's down there calling the elevator. Nobody was there. And it was pitch dark. And so they freaked out, came back up. Um, and then we all decided to get in the elevator and go downstairs, and then nothing happened. Um, another story that we heard from the security guard was there is a, um, a building that's the education building, and there's a daycare in there. And he said that one night, it was super late, it was like 2 a.m., and he's walking, and you can hear high heels and a woman asking for her baby, but of course, please here so um all right so let me tell you some of my stories so when i was i think i was a sophomore and um we we had just hosted florida georgia line at campus and they put on this huge concert and it was it was fucking amazing it was it was very cool um so it's like one o'clock in the morning i had helped tear down, uh, the stage and clean up and whatever. So I'm back in my room and, um, I, I had a single dorm, so it was just me. And I was talking to my boyfriend at the time on the phone and I'm sitting on my bed. Um, and it's important to know, again, this is like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, my windows are shut. The air conditioning was not on because that was the first thing I was like, oh, the air must be on. No, the air was not on. Um, so it was... I think it was still winter, and so I had my winter coat on a hook on the wall, so it was just kind of hanging off the wall. And I'm talking, and then all of a sudden, I, I see that my my winter coat this sleeve lifts straight up and out, as if as if like you were wearing it and you like raised your arms and put them down. Um, that happened, and I just kind of stared at it, and uh. My my boyfriend was like, what's, what's going on, what's going on, and I literally went, I I, I have to go, there, there's a ghost in my room, and I hung up, and I sprinted out the door, and ran down the hallway to my best friend's room, and I found it on her door, she opens, uh, she had been at the concert too, so she was awake, thank goodness, and I just go, there's a ghost in my room, can I sleep on your floor, and so she was like, yeah, sure, and so I, slept on her floor and then her roommate came in and I was like, I'm going to sleep here because this thing happened. She's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Sure she is. Um, so that was in Morgan Hall and uh, the the legend is that um, the ghost of Morgan Hall is uh, Eliza Morgan, who the building is named after and people say that she she had this I think this is true, that she had a kind of like apartment in the basement of the dorm way back in the day, and um, people say that she died in there, and that's why she she haunts the dorm. Well, actually, she died in, like, a, New York in a car accident, like, so no, that's not true. Um, but I mean, I guess it's possible that she came back to a place that she really, you know, meant a lot to her. Um, so that happened. Uh, another time, I just thought of this one, I just remembered this. Um, And it's one of those dorm-style bathrooms, so, you know, there's several stalls and then several showers, whatever. And um, we had those, the paper towel dispensers where if you wave your hand, it it goes, whatever. Um, So I'm washing my hands, and there was already, like, a paper towel hanging down, right? I'm washing my hands, and then I look over, and it, like, the paper towel, like, lifts up and down. And yeah, it's possible that like my movement was like moving it and wind, but it was like a significant amount. And so I ran down the hall again and uh, into like the common room where a bunch of people were, and I was like, "Oh yeah god, guys!" And uh, then we watched EZA and it was fine. So things kind of got worse once I moved to the complex, which, um, there's, there's several dorms and they're all co-ed and, uh, I knew a couple of people that lived in Matthews who like moved out as soon as they could and like refused to be in the room and because just weird things would happen. And so I was in, um, Nicholas and the way we had it was we had a suite so it was like a living room and then we had a kitchen and then there were two dorm rooms and it was me and my roommate Amanda and then then the next room was uh our roommate Haley and she was alone in there and so uh it's very important to note that all of us were were uh, terminally single at the time right so we're hanging out um kind of in the center of this complex there outside uh there's some picnic tables and people would just kind of hang out like on summer and spring nights and talk and whatever. And so we were talking to somebody and uh we point up to our window because you could you could see our living room um from from there. And we were like, yeah, that's where we that's where we live. And one of the girls we were talking to starts laughing and she's like, which one of your boyfriends was being a jackass the other day? and we all look at each other. Cause like, we had already known that some weird shit was going on. And we were like, none of us have boyfriends. We don't have friends that would have been in there. And she's like, well, yeah, there there was a guy and he was was, like dancing in the window or something. And we are like, oh my God. And this girl was trying to calm us down and she's like, oh, well, some somebody probably just like came into your room and like was, you know, messing around and whatever. And we're like, no, we locked the door. We always locked the door. We always locked the door and we're all freaking out. And she's kind of like, oh, okay. And because she's trying to calm us down and we're not calming down. Um, so we kept our blinds closed from then on. We wouldn't, we wouldn't open it because we were afraid that if we were sitting outside, we'd see something. Um, so that happened. Um, then there was one night that my my roommate was asleep in her bed. So the way that it was, was basically we were both, our beds were against the same wall, but on opposite sides of the room. So basically if we were both sitting up, we'd be staring straight at each other. Um, so I, I woke up one night because I heard her like freak out. Like she was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I wake up like, what, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And she she's freaking out. So it took her a minute to calm down. And she was like, I I I, I saw you standing up. Um, and so I was like, hey hey Rumi, like you can't sleep either. And I looked away, and you didn't say anything. And then I looked back, and you were sound asleep in your bed. I was like, oh my God. And uh, then like she told me later, she was like, yeah, you were facing the wall. Like you were out. You were under a whole bunch of blankets. Like there's no way that you would have gotten back into bed that fast. And I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty chill. Um, So in that same room, uh, I want to say it was after that. I, I had just gone to bed. Um, So I was still awake, but I was like trying to sleep and I was, uh, I was turned towards the wall. So I was turned away from the door and I, I heard my roommate walk in and she had been out in the living room with her friend and they were watching movies. uh, So I was like, oh, okay, well she's grabbing something, whatever. And then I hear her uh, start kind of rifling through her closet and the way like we had just like open closets, there weren't doors on them or anything. It was just kind of like a little cubby. Um, So I hear her kind of shifting around in there, and then I hear what sounds like uh, shoes, like she's throwing shoes into the middle of the floor. And then I hear just like a a big, like, go, 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 and so I sit up, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And at the same time that I realize no one's in there, I hear her from the other room go, what, roomie? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I look, um, all of her belts are in the middle of our floor. And I was like, okay, chill, 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 chill. Great, okay, cool. And so I got up real calm, got up, walked into the living room. I was like, I'm gonna hang out in here for a minute. And then we went back to bed that night. So um, the way that I explain it to people is I never, I always felt creeped out. Um, I never felt, really felt in danger, um, especially Morgan Hall. I always felt pretty, again, like, the, the coat thing freaked me out, but I never felt in danger. If anything else, we, um, and a bunch of other girls said this, that it was, it was kind of like a calm presence, almost like a motherly presence, um, so yeah, who knows? <laughs> building Um, so I was a theater student Uh, I majored in liberal arts with an emphasis in English journalism which we um, kind of turned into theater because we didn't have a theater major but it was kind of understood that if that's what you were majoring in you were doing theater Um, so I spent a lot of time in our theater building and at the time our theater building was super super old and they recently updated it gorgeous by the way but they waited until I left to do that um so the way that it used to be was we had this uh, this stage and then you know you've got the the house and then where all the seats are Um, and our seats were those like theater seats that fold down when you sit in it but then when you get up it like folds back up Um, and then we had a balcony and behind the balcony, there were two doors that, uh, one led into the drawing room, which had been condemned. Uh, we weren't supposed to go in there, but we did. Um, and then the costume shop. So you could, if you're standing on the stage um, and those doors were open, you could see into those rooms. So it was quite common for us to be rehearsing on stage and then you would see one of the seats fold down. And there was no way that that could happen unless somebody was in it like that it wasn't happening and so the seat would fall down and then um, sometimes the doors to the costume shop would open by themselves and there would be nobody in there and the lights would be off and whatever so that was really creepy again though we never really felt we were just kind of like ah, ah all right this is happening um, a couple of times I was in the costume shop alone um, and it was usually during the day because I didn't I didn't go in there alone by myself um, at night. And so I would be I'd be working on whatever and then I I'd, I'd kind of hear whispering and it would sound like somebody was downstairs on the stage. So I'd just be like, oh, OK, somebody came in to do like work hours or whatever. And then I'd kind of wait, because usually if someone saw that, you know, someone was in a different area of the theater, they'd go and say, hey, see if you needed help, and whatever. Um, but nobody would ever come. And then I'd kind of like look around and there's no one there. And one time this happened right before the power went out, uh, but the power went out like all over campus, but it was just like extra eerie. And I was like, oh, god." Um so that was the thing uh the legend was that there was a a handyman or a janitor or something that one day was up on the balcony on a ladder trying to fix one of the the lights the stage lights and he fell and died um i've never been able to prove that so i mean who knows um theaters are a place of high energy though so i mean you know somebody could have decided that that's where they wanted to be I don't you know whatever all right so that's kind of all I remember um I'm sure there's more because I, I was there for five years um so uh if I ever think of more maybe we'll do like a, a sequel to this episode um short and sweet episode for you this week uh but I didn't want to leave you with nothing so next week I think we're going to be talking about curses. Um, TBD on that one, though, uh, because we may or may not be recording with someone else. We got a lot of things in the mix right now, so just stay tuned for that. Um, if you want to, follow me on Instagram. I am at don't touch that it's haunted. You can email me at don't touch that it's haunted at gmail.com. Please tell me your uh, college ghost stories. Everybody has one. So um, please rate, review, subscribe everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Please, please, please. That's how we get the the show out. That's how we get people talking about us. If you want to tell a friend to listen to us, that's cool too. Uh, We like friends. So um, that's about all I can think for this week. So everybody, have a nice weekend. Um, if you are in the Nebraska area like I am, please stay safe. We've been having a lot of blizzards. Um, if you want to go on my Instagram, I, I got set home from work on Monday because we, we had this big blizzard and so I was like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna sketch. So there's a, uh, a Kesha song called Cannibal and there's a lyric in there, use my finger or use your finger to stir my tea. And so I did a a sketch of the visual that comes to my mind every time I hear that lyric. So check that out. Um, Yeah, so everybody stay safe and just remember, don't touch that, it's haunted. (laughs)